Hi, my name is Anaya Archie. And my name is Isabella Schlock. And today we're making a podcast about race. Race has been here for many, many years. And it goes as far back as slavery. And it goes till today to the current events. And it will continue being around due to stuff happening around us. The race you are basically determines what social classes you are, how much privilege you have, and the advantages and disadvantages that you have in the judicial system. Race is considered to be a social contract because from the beginning of time, people who were minorities, they were basically put down based off the color of their skin. They were not seen as a hierarchy. They were not seen as equal compared to people who weren't considered minorities. A social construct is defined as something that exists not in objective reality, but as a result of human interactions. Yay! One thing that plays a really big part into race is the past events that happened. So slavery was a very big event that happened that contributes to how we view race. Slavery happened, it began in 1619, where at first it was just nine slaves, nine African Americans that were taken from their hometowns and they were brought over to America to be enslaved. After time, things grew, as we all know, and it grew bigger and bigger and bigger. When they were captured from their own homes, they were stripped of their social category. If you fit the characteristics, the social categories of a slave, then you were enslaved. It didn't matter if you were light-skinned, it didn't matter if you were brown-skinned, as long as you had some type of color to your skin, you were seen as a minority, you were seen as a slave, and you were seen as nothing, basically. Social category means is basically you share the same characteristics as people around you. So slaves, they had darker skin, they were had bigger lips, they had different type of hair structure they just seem completely opposite from the normal white person during that time during the time of slavery black people were treated very poorly during this time if they did something wrong or against their masters views then they were whipped or even worse hanged or killed they worked hard labor with no pay they were treated like animals the women they were raped against their will and they were stripped of what they were. They were stripped of their assimilation. Assimilation is basically when you strip someone of their own culture and you force them or they practice the culture of the new one that they are brought to. During this time, black people felt alienated from society. They felt like they had no power. They felt like they were unable to be their true selves. They felt like if they did something wrong, they would be hurt or worse. After many years of feeling like this and feeling hopeless, people started to realize how bad black people were being treated during this time, so they had decided to build an underground railroad. An underground railroad is basically a set of tunnels black people took in order to be free from slaves. Now this is very illegal during this time and it was seen as an act of rebellion. It was seen as if you did this, you are a traitor to your kind because you're helping people who were seen as lesser than us. Rebellion means basically a rejection of the old rules in order to create new goals for society to live by. So people that were helping 
the slaves get under the Underground Railroad, they were seen as rebellious. They were seen as rebelling against the system. After many, many, many years of slavery, it officially came to end in 1865 when the ratification of the 13th Amendment happened. The 13th Amendment, Amendment basically says no one can be enslaved underneath their will. So this completely ended the act of slavery. Even after the ratification of the 13th Amendment, black people were not still seen as equal. We were still seen as lesser than white people. There was a stigma around black people that we were still dirty, we were still dangerous, we were not fit as a person, we were not seen as people, basically. Stigma basically means an undesirable trait or label that is used to describe a character. So, dirty, black people were seen as dirty back then, we weren't seen as equal, we were seen as not people. Even though we were free during this time, we weren't actually free. There were a set of codes called the Black Codes that were a set of laws that were meant to incriminate black men for very small and dumb things. Like for example, you were caught crossing the street. Oh, people would say, oh, well in the Black Codes, they say you can't do this, so therefore this is a crime, so therefore you are pit back in jail. And the 13th Amendment said they cannot be put into, a, they cannot be enslaved unless they're basically in jail. And another thing that was set into law was the Jim Crow laws. Now Jim Crow was a performer that was like black, mocking black people that was done by a white person. Usually by a white person, but usually sometimes a black person. But Jim Crow was basic, Jim Crow laws was basically uh set a law set by white legislators in the southern states that enforced racial segregation against black people. Another thing that was starting during this time was the start of the KKK. The KKK stands for the Ku Klux Klan. It was basically a hate group against black people. And the KKK, they basically hung black people. They tortured them. They raped them. They did basically everything to stop the spread of black people and another thing that was during this time was blackface and blackface is basically when a white person paints their face black to simulate a black person's face this was called culture appropriation culture appropriation is basically using something from somebody else's culture and a very untasteful manner so blackface would be seen as cult culture appropriation uh, wearing a native a native headscarf is seen as culture appropriation another thing that plays a really big part into race is the amount of privilege somebody has and back in the day the people that had more privilege were white people the factors that contributed to this were the jobs that they had, how so society viewed them, and like people's viewpoint of their people of other people. So basically, their status against the world. Status means a defined position in a group or society. So, for example, black people's status or just minorities' status in general, they were seen as lower or less than than people who have privilege or are considered white people. 
And because of the status that black people have against them, that we are seen as a danger to society, we end up getting the lesser paying jobs and people are end up being scared of us and people viewpoint as us is still we're not considered equal. Ascribe status basically means the status you are assigned basically from birth and you can't control it. So your sex, your family heritage, your race, and I believe that plays a really big part because when you're born, you're automatically, things are already in place like, oh, she's going to be a girl and she needs to wear this and that and that. Oh, he's a guy. He needs to act like this and do like that. But like I play, I think it plays, it plays a part because when you're born and you're not a color, you're a different color than white, then you're automatically seen as lesser than by society. Even though this is true, I do believe minorities we are end up we are getting more privilege over the time because of what we're doing and how hard we're working and we're building our achieved status achieved status basically means a skill that you acquired over your knowledge or a skill that you have developed to help you so your a job your education and i believe black people or just minorities in general we are getting our chief status are growing because we realize what we did come from and we don't want our children to go through this so and we don't end up wanting to live like this throughout the rest of our lives. So therefore, we are growing this status. We're going to college. We're getting an education. We're end up being better than our ancestors, if that makes sense. Another thing that plays a part is social inequalities. There's a study that was done on YouTube that was basically, this is how it was set up. Everybody stands on a line, different races, different ethnicities stand on a line. And they call out something that doesn't apply to you, for example, uh, or something that does apply to you. Like, I've had a two-parent household, you step forward. And it goes on stuff like this throughout the whole entire time. And the whole goal is to get closer so you can win this money, which is $100. And throughout this whole video, you can see people of color that they're not moving as much forward as people as white people and this just shows that black people or just minorities in general you do not have as many opportunities as white people that are given social inequality is basically the existence of unequal opportunity or reward from different social positions so i talked about how what during the study that black people or minorities, we were not moving as much. Like when they said, if you grew up in a two-person household, if you were able to eat every day, if you never had to pay bills. The next topic going to be discussed is social classes. And now I'm going to define all the social classes and what, um, what race people put with certain social classes. The working class is those engaged in wage or um, salaried labor occupations and industrial work. Yay! This class, people um, people usually relate it more to minorities due to them not seeing um, minorities or blacks really um, 
more in the spotlight or have better working jobs and people just assume that um, the minorities and blacks deserve to be there because it's been like that for a while now. The upper class is defined as a social class where people, um, it's people who are rich, um, well-born, powerful, or a combination. Um, upper class is more related to whites because people have always said, like, the white privilege thing. Whites have always had more privilege than minorities and blacks. So people just always put them in that category due to that saying and just how they have got treated in the past and uh, and how they get treated now. The next couple of social classes are the middle class, which is a social class between the upper and working class. The lower middle class, which is those less privileged than the middle class. And the upper middle class, um, which is the end of the middle class, which consists of high education, well-paid people. Today, 62% of white Americans between the age of 40 and 50 are in the upper middle class. And 70% um, blacks and minorities are in the um, between the age of 40 and 50 are in the middle class. And it's said that it has stayed like this for a few decades now. So as you can see by what I said earlier, more whites are in the middle class than blacks and minorities. And it has stayed that way for a while now due to what people are assuming and what jobs are people what jobs other people are available to get because of the past, the present, and probably the future. Most people nowadays um, are in a social class because that's where they ended up or because that's how they grew up. I feel as though if people grow up in a certain social class and they stay in that social class for their whole upbringing, then they will most likely be in that social class in life because that's what they're used to. Or people will have a role strain. Role strain is when a person cannot achieve role assigned. So if somebody was per se be put in a social class when they first born. They said, oh, I want this person to be in middle class, per se. But later in life, they do not achieve this goal because of certain reasons or certain events happen in their life. Then they have a role strain. And that happens quite often. And... People can't always achieve what they're meant to achieve. The next issue I'm going to be talking about with race is the justice system. In the justice system, there are a lot of racial issues that nobody really talks about. Um, because I feel like nobody really wants to bring up the issues about the justice system. when Because there are so, 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 so many to talk about. And everyone just likes to ignore the fact that it's a serious issue going on. There's so many issues intertwined in the whole big thing. And I I believe that 
the whole thing is just an issue. Not prison itself, but the things that need to be solved in there. In 2013, 36.3% prisoners in um in prison were black. 33.3% were white and 21.9% were Hispanic. <coughs> I feel like this is because um how much I say? I feel like this is because more and more people just started to hop on the hop on the wave everyone saying, Oh yeah, blacks they deserve to be in prison. Hispanics they deserve to be in prison. Basically any minorities deserve to be in prison because of what they look like, which ties into biological positivism. Biological positivism is facial characteristics. Um, that can determine whether someone was likely to be a criminal or not. So basically, um, it's just how someone looks and if they're a criminal or not. So basically, people are saying... Oh, if you have this certain thing about yourself, then you're a criminal. Which I feel like is a lot of assuming to just be saying, oh, this, this, and this makes you a criminal. When you don't really know who that person is. And other things tie into, um, other things tie into what makes someone a criminal, honestly. Um... And this problem has just gotten worse and worse about people assuming about other people. And that ties into a lot of problems today. But what I'm talking about mainly is the justice system. Um, another thing about... Another word I could say about physical characteristics is anthropometry. Anthropometry means studying physical characters to make assumptions about behavior. So this ties into this a lot because all people do is assume, 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 assume. Which isn't a good thing. And it causes the problems today, like I said before. And you just shouldn't, you just shouldn't assume about a person. And that just causes bigger problems for other people. And it just causes a whole big new theory itself. Because of people assuming so much, it has caused minorities to be more aware of what's happening um, and to just know what to do and what not to do to avoid these situations occurring, which is defined as control theory. In present day, I do believe white people still have more privilege over minorities because of their ascribed status. Differential association is who you associate with makes deviants more likely. So this relates to kind of gangs because gangs have been an issue for a while now. And basically, if you're in a gang, someone in there has been arrested or you're maybe going later to be in life arrested so um 
a lot of Hispanics are in gangs. So this also relates to being incarcerated because um because these gang members they're inside of the jail and they're outside of the jail so you're gonna have gang members no matter what and people automatically assume you're in a gang you're doing something wrong which most of the time they are i can't lie most of the time they are but sometimes it's just kids, they're in there because maybe their older brother's in there or something. And they just assume, again, that they're doing something wrong, but they're just kids. You don't know what they're doing. They might just be doing the littlest things, and they arrest them, and then they go to jail for a long time. And then they get in even bigger gangs in the jail. Which is an issue that's just going to keep reoccurring and reoccurring and reoccurring because nobody is talking about the problems of the justice system. Um, and another vocab term is fairies. Fairies is a purpose of punishment is not to, re- to rehabilitate but to defend society from criminals. So this is another thing related to kind of gangs. Um, They just arrest gang members. And they just do the same thing in jail. They're basically just keeping them off the streets. So they think it's better to put them in jail and have their gang. Instead of have them on the streets and doing the gang life or whatever. Which, I don't know if it's a better solution or worse. I just know that it's not helping anything. It's just in a different place, honestly. And there's honestly something that we can do about the whole justicism in general. But, I don't know. It just needs to be fixed because this is not it. And someone needs to take a stand for it and fix this as a whole. One of the current events we are going to be talking about is police brutality. Police brutality has become a very serious issue today and probably will continue to be a serious issue for a long time now because nothing is seem, seems to be changing about this issue. Um, one example we had for police brutality was a kid named Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin was an African-American boy who was shot by a white police officer named Jordan Zimmerman. He was claimed that this was out of self-defense when in reality, Trayvon Martin was only just wearing a hoodie. The outcome of that happening is that George was sentenced to 20 years in privilege to the charge of second-degree murder. Cases like this are happening more and more often as the days go by, but they are bringing up to life because of the use of cell phones and social media. People are getting awareness and are trying to help this problem as it goes on in life. Police brutality has become more brutal over the years because more people have been documenting about what actually occurs when these kids are getting attacked by the police officers and they can actually see what occurs. This helps more of the police officers get charged for these actions and plus and helps more of them get in trouble than was occurring before to me i really don't believe that the police brutality issue has gotten better or time i just think it's gotten more of aware of because the use of cell phones we're able to see stuff on social media people are able to record it and it's able to go viral and we're able to see like what's actually going on in life and what's actually like happening to people who are minorities not just black people but everybody who's considered a minority and how people 
aren't being like treated right, I should say. I think how police brutality is affecting people now because it's making people like scared of cops and it's making us like more wary. I know for me growing up I've had like the police talk around the age of ten when it's like don't aggravate a cop, always do what they say, make sure your hands are out of your pocket, make sure you don't look like a threat and it's making more parents like paranoid for their children to go out and making us more scared to even go out and just have like normal clothing that would be seen as like a hoodie seen as comfortable but it would be seen as a threat to like a police officer. The next and last current event we're going to be talking about is a Black Lives the Black Lives Matter movement, which started July 13, 2013, and was founded by Alicia Garza, Patrice Colors, and Opal Tomiti. This movement is very important because it's a movement for um, the African American community and all sorts of minorities, if you consider them in that group. And it basically is just here to make sure to have somebody to speak up those people who don't always have somebody speak up for them and encourages others to speak up also which is also very empowering in the end um race is a social construct because society has put it in a group and that has put everyone up it's separated into groups it separates people into groups of different races and that just put um everyone else into groups and it just follow along with the wave of adding everyone else into a group which has created the society that we have today um slavery slavery is just people being judged on their color of the skin and how it affected people over time and how it's gotten better and worse over time Um, privilege, privilege is still a big thing now, and people, um, people say one thing, people say another thing, it's kind of back and forth situation, and it really, it is a big issue because it, it affects a lot of big things in people's lives because of the certain privilege that they had with their race. And it's just a big issue, honestly. Social class. Social class kind of defines where you're going to be for the rest of your life. And so, if you are in a good social class, then people look down on you, kind of. And so, most minorities or African Americans are in a, in a good social class. So, that's why people kind of look down on them, which is not fair at all. The justice system um, is a big, 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 big issue where people just assume about everything and make everything worse because of what they're assuming about other people when they should be looking as a whole thing, not just as a person, but what actually happened in the situation. Um, police brutality, another big issue. Nobody should be um shooting and beating up um african americans just because of what they're doing and they're scared people can do the same thing that they're doing and they can walk out with it 
out of the situation fine, but I don't know. It just gets my it gets me angry talking about it. Um and the Black Lives Matter movement, um, a big, big, big help. It's a great movement. Talking, um, standing up for people who need to be stood up for that have not been stood up for in a while. And um it helps a lot of people, was founded by some great people, and I think is just a great um a great addition to the world. Um, race has been a very serious issue for a while now and probably will continue to be a serious issue for quite some time because nobody can seem to come together and agree on a certain thing about race. The next couple social classes are the middle class, which is a social class between the upper and working class, the lower middle class, which is those less privileged than the middle class, and the upper middle class, um, which is the end of the middle class, which consists of high education, well-paid people.